Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alex. And today, let's talk about Star let's talk Trek. About Star Wars. Wait, no, what? no more. <laughs> no more. That was the was, the, what was Welcome was to part eight of our thirty-one of part our th- series. <laughs> this time, this time, we discuss the different rebel bases used within the Last Jedi. In that, we only see one rebel base in in this episode <laughs> we are going to discuss in part c bases. of this micro subset <laughs> of our discussion what were the used screens that never got turned on <laughs> in my opinion i'm pretty sure the screen behind I'm, them was for i'm fairly sure and this is why all the people who hated the last jedi were wrong, uh, wrong. you're not it's clearly not a targeting system if you no. knew anything no that's not how the force works you know what they you know what they should do every every single time that that there's a problem that that somebody has with the last jedi like the mary poppins leia scene or or luke doing projection and stuff like they should get like that clip from the force awakens of, of Harrison ford going that's not how the force works that's, just, that's also dude yes <laughs> that's not how the force works that's not how the force works Today we're going to talk about Star Trek, and I don't want to just talk about um, uh, Discovery because before we talked about Last Jedi, all we talked about is Discovery. But we got to talk about Discovery. Um, I mean, here's the th- here's the thing that's like just reality. Like, is there a way to be a Star Trek podcast right now and not talk about Discovery? Like, if you're a Star Trek fan, you're watching Discovery right now. You yeah, we've waited mean? so long. We waited so long to get Star Trek back on TV. That's yeah. the thing. Like, is we waited just... so long. Um, but even but... if we hadn't, like if you and I were doing this when like Next Gen was on, like do you imagine we'd somehow only be able to talk about TOS or I don't know. I think that while... I think I think that well, when even the... Voyager was on, if I was actually watching it episode by episode, like there we'd be able to talk. Like I'm sure we talk about TOS or next gen or whatever else i think if that was the case we would end up having like a voyager podcast and then other podcasts that doesn't just talk about that but right now like the fact is we've waited for like nigh a decade for star trek to return to where i really believe it belongs is on television and i mean I, i i like i'm i'm cool with the movies i'm just not cool with only the movies you know i'll tell you why the movies worked up to this point 
The reason that movies are a good place for Star Trek and maybe not such a good place for, say, Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Lost or something like that is because Star Trek was, because of its episodic nature, for the most part, little 45 minute movies. Like that's it's the yeah. uh, it's you weren't watching you were never watching the adventures of Captain Kirk you were watching an adventure of Captain Kirk that would not necessarily have anything to do with the next adventure of Captain Kirk so it really was like the Bond movies yeah. they weren't related to each other they were just here's an adventure with a clear three yeah, act structure mission, beginning middle and end you know and if and if it's and and the thing is too you know if it's um you beef up the mission a little bit. You beef up the stakes a little bit, you know, as opposed to like a, you know, sort of typical check it out a planet and shit goes wrong. Right. Then you, then you, then you, you add a little a star, uh, you, you add a little star yeah. power, add a little star power, some awesome special effects to throw in there too. Yeah. And a then, add and, a little budget. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like, just... I just watched the, um, the, my little pony movie, <laughs> um, which is totally the same thing as star Trek. I know. Um, I, I bring it up to say, uh, a lot of people that like I, I was surprised by like all the hate I encountered after I watched it like because I I love MLP obviously I mean have you seen my hair friendship obviously. is magic I am Rainbow Dash but like uh people there are people like complaining like the animation wasn't even that much better and like it could could easily have just been a two parter on the show and stuff and I'm like why are you saying that like it's a like it's a bad thing uh if it could like and I'm like and and if you think the animation is the same like. You should get your eyes checked. I probably need glasses at this point, and I could tell the animation was like crisper, more detailed, brighter. Well, sure, like, I mean, I think layers, the best example, the like, best example you know of that mean? that I can think of is uh, is the Transformers movie from the from the eighties, um, where the animation in that resembled the animation from the show, but clearly. They had more, more money. Budget. Clearly, they were doing more things. They were really giving it an anime edge, but they didn't reinvent the wheel. It still looked like yeah, like because you show. don't want to do that. You don't want to make it look entirely different. That doesn't make sense. Um, and, and I and I know I didn't feel like well, this is not this is not good enough for a movie now, like or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's what it's like. So Star Trek, in the same way, is like it's like if, if you make a movie and it's sort of a beefed up two parter of a show that totally works. I, you know, I don't know, in my opinion, I don't know if it does. Um, of course, you know, I'm on record as saying my least favorite Star Trek movie is Insurrection. Um, now, it's and, weird and to say that. That is one of the things you ding it for, but, I, but I'm but i okay with that is my point. I, I've, and I, I've said it then and I maintain it now. Like, if all you do is, you know, add a little bit of production value um, and give me a little bit more time with the story, I'm okay with it, you know, sort of just being an episode on steroids. I really am. See, I, and I don't feel like insurrection was that much of an episode on steroids. Frankly, I think that, I think that the problem with like, if we take insurrection in particular insurrections happening in the middle of the dominion war on deep space nine, um, it's like supposed to be happening con concurrently and deep space nine was having better and more impressive things happening on the show than the movie. So I do think there is a little well, bit of a, I think yeah, there's an unspoken. I, I think there's an unspoken contract. Um, and insurrection. Like the reason why is because Paramount cheaped out and didn't go with ILM, and you can really tell. Um, <laughs> uh, the the problem is 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 that there's an unspoken contract when you go to a movie that the movie is going to give you something for the dollars that you're spending, and and you doesn't always need to be effects. Um, 
you know, sometimes it's you get the greatest actors in the world doing their thing. And that's that's a thing or lush landscapes or, you know, something that you can't get by turning on your TV. And I think the problem with Insurrection was it didn't give you anything that you couldn't get on the TV other than here's the next gen crew and we just got to get them together. Um, now, Insurrection had a bunch of other problems, too. It's a reason why, even though I would watch Insurrection before Star Trek V or before Star Trek The Motion Picture, um, Insurrection, you know, if you think about it, it's not that far up from the end of Next Gen, and they were making Next Gen movies every two years at this point, and there was a lot of Next Gen era Trek on TV. Um, uh, I think that you have a pro, even one of the characters in Insurrection, Worf, is literally on TV, right? You could just watch him on TV if you wanted. Yeah, but, um, but dude, like, think, seriously, I think, you don't I think see the problem a difference that, between Insurrection that, and, say, like, first season and next gen? Like, well, No, but what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is, one, it's hard to justify the amount of money that they spent on the movie. Uh, two, um, I think that you run into um, that with Star Trek, the motion picture, and Star Trek V, um, both again i don't i i would watch insurrection before them those two movies don't need to justify their existence um there is no other there's kirk nothing er- to compete with at the time yeah there's no other kirk era star trek there's nothing else going on <laughs> it's the only way you're going to get these characters and star trek 5 came out when next gen was just starting and was and was really you know it was fledgling and something and it's different. different like i mean yeah, let's be clear like even though they're they're both star trek there's like a, there's a different um Formula yeah, tw- Berman, era, Berman era Trek is one thing. Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, even Enterprise has a sameness to the the shots, the music, the way that they're that they're acted, the way the stories are constructed. Berman era Trek is you know it, it's one man's it's one man's vision. Frankly, it's it's Rick Berman's vision, um, for better or worse, whether or not you like it, it's a consistent vision throughout all of those series. Whereas, you know, I think you can really say that the that the movies were um Harv Bennett's uh, Harv Bennett's version with Nicholas Meyer thrown in there too and and that vision is sort of permeates there and I think you could like they justify their existence in that there's nothing else you can get um another example and you know well, people I think about- you really like DS9 though too I think that that makes you cuz cuz I know for me I um the getting to see the next gen crew do anything was enough which is um, not to say I didn't like DS9, but it's a very different flavor, particularly than DS9 and the Dominion War. Like, which um, is kind of like Discovery right now, which is I'm like, I, I'm not surprised. Like, I'm like, Justin must be loving this. It's so dark. It's so violent. It's not just that it's dark and violent. I want to talk about because I am loving it. Hey, let's just do it. Let's talk. Let's it's so movies. Uh, that's one thing. But let's talk about what we're here to talk about. Um, the Mirror Universe is back. Um, have you seen both the episodes to date? I, I have. So we are two episodes. You know, again, um, I feel like I'm constantly talking to people in the past or, or in the future. Um, uh, this is going to be a frustrating episode for you if you're listening in the future because you're like, but wait, don't you rem- remember an episode three when this happened? No, we don't because it hasn't happened yet. You're in the future and we're in the past. So this is being recorded right after the second episode of the Mary Universe arc. But... Um, uh, am I hearing you're not liking it? Um, no, I, I don't want to say that. Um, obviously, I'm uh, spoilers. Uh, I mean, clearly, but I'm obviously annoyed at the the ridiculousity of. I told you I'd be pissed about that, though. I said if if he turns out to be 
him that's Folk? gonna piss me off and it does why because there's <laughs> you can you cannot show me a couple of scenes of like random blade cuts and whatever and 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 sell me like this isn't the fucking force this isn't magic it's science and like and in like next gen we've got all the times that they have to be like i don't know i guess there there's like the episode with uh Riker um when he uh, when he gets discovered every time they go down to a planet and they've been like surgically altered uh, you know, he sort of quotes there because all it was ever done to them was outside. Like they didn't fuck around with their organs. Um, they couldn't. Like that's not a that's not a thing they could like. Do. Like it never occurred to me that you could completely change somebody's physiology on any other iteration of Star Trek way in the future from here. And and certainly the Klingons are not exactly I don't know cutting edge on like. You get the feeling like the Vulcans maybe are ahead of us in certain um, disciplines, right? Like maybe medicine and and science and things like that. Um, but the Klingons are a warrior. Like I don't, and I particularly don't see a past Klingon. Well, like if these were Romulans, I would be much more. We we know so much less about them. I would be far more likely to believe this. But from the Klingons, it's fucking ridiculous. It's well, I don't. I don't see statement. why you would think it's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking. They, their physiology is so different from ours. It's fucking ridiculous. And one comment about your bones are broken and organs and blah blah blah. Like, it's ludicrous to believe he would survive such a thing. Like that the Klingons have the know-how to do that is such a stretch for me that I I cannot even, you know. And that makes it hard for me when I'm just like. Wait, what? All like, right, well, let's, let's talk about other... that to begin with, because I, 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 I utterly disagree with you. Of course you um, do, because you just care that it's such a cool idea. And, and no, and it's I, not true. And I it's do not, think it's it not is a true cool idea, but like, it all doesn't. Right. It, it it strains believability in all a right, very let's, so, big so, way. So so let's let's look at all of the times that that people have been cosmetically changed to 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 you know in the 24th century let's start with this Klingon had Klingon physiology is so different I think we just need to accept that in the future the one place where medicine and or scanning has really failed is in diagnosing I think that's really the problem in the future because you've got an episode where Cisco and the rest of the DS9 crew dress up like Klingons in a high security area and are not detected. Now we live in an era right now in the 21st century where if you're a you know terrorist and you walk into the airport, there's facial recognition software that can get you right away. And we already know that we live in an era in the 24th century where literally everybody is carrying around an iPhone that can detect and 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 figure out whose life signs are being detected. Like literally every tricorder, you push two buttons and they go, I'm getting Romulan life signs over here. Like literally 
everybody has this to say nothing of the most secure places where can you imagine that the that the the emperor of the, the or he's not the emperor because the emperor is a clone um the the head of the Klingon high council <laughs> is gonna is gonna be in a place and nobody not a single person has a tricorder that's detecting to see if there are spies and and people from other like nobody, they just forgot to have it to say nothing. Of when, <laughs> they just forgot to have to it. say nothing of when <laughs> Troy is turned into a Romulan and brought not just onto a Romulan ship, but she comes on as a member of the Tal Shiar, as a member of the Tal Shiar, and nobody. There's no, there's no scan of her. There's no test of her. Nobody's heard of her. There's no scan of that. That's not happening at all. To say nothing of when Picard. And and yeah, data. but there, there's there there is a point in that particular because the way the Romulan the from what we know of the Romulans and their um their systems of secrecy um and the way that their their echelons seem to work um it's that doesn't occur to me necessarily as um as as stretching or weird of the like it would be like some black ops person do you think you as a random person like even in the military let's say you're high up in the military if somebody was doing a black ops thing that and then they came up and they and they wound up in your like on your ship and said that who they were and and what they're doing what their mission is and whatnot that you would have any way of verifying that i think if i'm a romulan and hey this is something i know about um because i've been one um i i think that (laughs) I think that every ship on Romulus, <laughs> I think, because I've been one. So I've really, been one. dude. <laughs> of the two of us, which one has been a Romulan? I know, but that's not the same thing. Go ahead. Um, I, I was same to me. Um, so it's the I same think that to me. Every, I think every ship, every restaurant, I think every gas station on Romulus has detectors trying to figure out if there are people there who are not supposed to be there. I think there's passive detection going on everywhere the, the way that it is in an airport now. I think I think it's just like there's all, they're always looking out for non-Romulans to be there. It's just as easy in their era. It's just as easy as putting up. Like, I would not be surprised. But then the, as, the, as that's cameras. the case, I would not be surprised. And I would not be surprised that they didn't necessarily feel the need to tell us all about it, um, that there would be something that she's using that's on her person to disrupt that that signal. Like that doesn't occur to me as nutto. So that's that's the first thing. Here's the second thing. If any species is going to be able to survive the organ thing, it's the Klingons because they have I'll give that they're hardy and that they they're have not just hardy, they have redundant I organs. I know. They've got two spinal cords, two hearts, two two everything. I um, get that. Which I do. which I always thought was kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> um, like it was something we never heard about until that was needed for an episode randomly. Um, but uh, but like not I, never, but ne- like to the extent at which was never talked about until a single. Um, so yeah, I think that I, I think that it, in terms of making him cosmetically seem like a human, I buy it. In terms of rearranging his organs, you say the Klingons. Especially the Klingons wouldn't have the know-how. Are you talking about the Klingons that build huge interstellar vessels, like that can go into space, that can cloak? <laughs> are you talking about? Are you talking about the Klingons who are clearly? What is the What is the difference in those things, though? Right? Because this is my point. Like, think about Klingon culture. I'm not talking about 
that they're like not as smart as I'm talking about where their mindset is now a vessel that is going out to conquer I understand that culturally that would be something they would value and I understand that culturally like so that's why I'm saying my problem with it is because it's the Klingons if it was the Romulans I don't think it would bother me as much because the Romulans I believe culturally would put a lot of resources would put a lot of mind share because of the way that they work into subterfuge but that is at the antithesis of everything Klingon like they are about a good death they are about honor they are not about being sneaky or conniving or you know what I mean the trouble like with that, tribbles that stuff the to trouble them with is... fucking tribbles how does the trouble uh, with tribbles end how does it, it end it ends with them knowing that guy is a Klingon because of the triple. The guy who looks, the guy who looks, the, who they have modified to look just like a human, that passed like a human. like, again. But only, if, but, if it, but nobody here's gets the, the thing. If it was, if I, again, if it was just look like, my problem is this guy comes back. This is my, and this is my, this is the board. This is really the underlying problem that I have that is exacerbated by all the other little shit that I've just brought Sure. And all I would have needed was a better explanation. It would have been a two-line better explanation. My problem is they get this guy and and then the doctor acknowledges that they had scanned him extensively, but not extensively enough to find this. Like what? That you got this guy from a pri- like from a prison and if if you had done a cursory exam like if you just hadn't the time Right. Like, and there's reason for you not to have had the time because the dude like is immediately takes over. Like he's got a trust with the captain. They're in the, a wartime scenario and they're the only ship that can do a, a lot of things. So it would not be crazy to me that when he joined the crew, they just sort of did it like a cursory inspection. Like, are you cool? All right. Because we need to move on. We don't got we don't really have time. Right. But when we do, you should come back for like a more extensive work up um and then that just falls through the cracks like if he had said something like that like i know that you were supposed to come back in and and get some more extensive um testing and uh you know just with everything that happened that that didn't occur so let's yeah let's go ahead and do that now and see what's going on with you buddy like that would have been okay with me if you but but this idea that you scanned him extensively and found nothing he didn't but find now nothing. You do no, this no, he more found bigger, better skin. Oh, look! All of a sudden, all your bones are crushed and organs are no, no, no. This and... is not all of a sudden what? at all. It's not all of a sudden at all. He absolutely would have had scars and would have had deep, like evidences of torture and brokenness and things happening. He probably would have had scars of being stabbed and uh, everything that you would expect to see from someone who had been tortured by the Klingons. And violated by the Klingons, as was the story he was brainwashed into thinking. Like, okay. like he would absolutely present on first I agree. glance as that's someone who'd saying, been through if they, that. If, if you're telling me that when he came on board, and that's, and that's what I'm saying, like the doctor says in this conversation with him that they did extensive testing when he came on board. That's my problem. I think the extensive everything testing was consistent. Everything was consistent. And if you told if you didn't tell me that I would have believed that he passed cursory muster. 
definitely. Like the guy was tortured. He comes in, you 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 treat his sort of cuts and, and scrapes. You don't dig too deep because why would you? Um, like I said, time's a factor. You got a lot going on. But by saying that, it's like, well, so why do you even use whatever this this first level testing is? It sounds like it's useless. <laughs> like it sounds like it doesn't show you anything. I th- like, okay, so again, that's my problem, and it's a, and it's such a fixable one. I, again, I, I have no problem with it. I mean, it's it's. Of course you don't. <laughs> uh, all right, well, here's the deal, right? Is that first of all, he's not coming in with scratches, right? He's coming in with deep, probably yeah. deep injury to many of his organs, and scars to many of his bones and organs, and and you know, what would look like like massive internal injury that was then healed by the Klingons, which is exactly what he said they did. They'd torture him, they'd heal him, then torture him and heal him. They just wouldn't let him die. That was the story. All right. So that's what they would, they they saw what they expected to see. Were there a couple of anomalies? Probably, you know, but like if somebody has, has an injury now and a CAT scan can do the job, they tend to do a CAT scan. Are there situations where, where you know, or let's say, let's say an X-ray yeah, would do the but job? But now are, there's a the, cost associated. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the difference. It's not just, not, but there is, but there is a cost, not a monetary cost there, but there's a, there's an probably an energy cost, probably a time cost. It takes more time. Like if he, here's a dude, he comes in, they do an extensive analysis. They're like, "Fuck, you're pretty fucked up, dude." And he's like, "Yeah, man, this way. Oh, okay, well that." Yeah, I guess that kind of works. I mean, the Klingon, let's assume that the Klingon doctors who did it to him weren't just assholes. They weren't just guys who were like, yeah, okay, I guess it's good enough. You know, like that they were that they were deliberate in what they did. And does it sound like the Klingons? Fuck yeah. If the Klingons, like if the humans like change your face and add a little thing and do all these cosmetic things, you know what the Klingons do? They fucking rip your guts out because that's what the Klingons would do. Like that's it's the Klingons are hardcore. Really? This is a hardcore way to I deal with it. I know they're hardcore, but they're not. They're not by nature a like spying on you kind of a people. I think that I think that that's they're, again. They're about like you sound why like Worf. You sound like Worf. I think I think Worf would agree with you. I'm not going to do some cowardly shit. I'm going to kill you right in your face. Like, no, that's just not true. That's just it's. D- demonstrably untrue of the Klingons. It may be demonstrably untrue, but I'm saying culturally, that's the story they sell. That's the story they tell, but that's never the case. It's never. That's never <laughs> it's how it is. Never the case. It's not. Oh never my gosh! I I would I would venture to say that there are more episodes about Klingons acting in duplicitous ways than there are episodes without it regarding the Klingons. Really? Oh that my would gosh. be an interesting thing to collate. Think about every think about every Klingon episode you can think of. The entire Klingon Civil War? Yeah, that's all about certain Klingons being duplicitous. Absolutely. About Lursa and Betor doing that. All yeah, the, but that's mo- political, dude. That's a different thing. Oh no, it's not just political. They're 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 with the Romulans and they're sneaking wharf into here and they're doing this thing over here. They're they're being all snaky. They're not they're not a, a, an uncaged lion, they're snaky. I think that I think that Klingons like to think that they're not like that. <laughs> I think that I think Klingons walk around going, rah, rah, I'm so good. But I think it's, you know, even Dax calls out to war for one point. He goes, you know, what good is your honor is your honor society when nobody hacks honorably? Because <laughs> nobody ever does. Who does? Martok does. That's not does. true. Worf does. Worf does. But they say that Worf is the most unKlingon Klingon ever. And Martok does. I, I'll Martok give you, totally does. But Gowron? No. Duras? No. Lursa and Bator? 
No. no. The Klingons on the original <laughs> series? No. The Klingons in Star Trek 6? Largely? No. Um, like, the the people who, who get into power are the people All who right. do underhanded shit. <laughs> it's like real fucking life. All right, so, the Klingon thing Fair put enough. aside. I think you're just mad that I was right. No, um, I just didn't. I it, it strained believability, bef- and that was why I didn't like. I didn't like the idea of it, and and that's why I still don't like the idea of it. But I think but, they're handling it well. At the very least, I like what they're doing. Well, dramatically. And like I said, I, I do think it is an interesting story. Interesting story. Um, interestingly scripted. Very well acted. Um, and I, that gets to the heart of what I think they're doing here that I think makes Discovery such a superior show right now. I do want to give them a little meta praise and that they invented an actor for Voke named uh, uh, the, they invented an actor for uh, for Voke named Javid Iqbal um, on IMDb um, who had no other uh, who had no other uh, history. Um and so the guy who plays it, his real name is Shazad, Shazad Latif, plays Ash Tyler, and also Vogue. But up until like last week, there was another actor who they completely invented and invented a college history and plays and stuff. So if you went on IMDb, you saw this other actor for Vogue. Which That's kind of cool. I didn't know that. That is Yeah, neat. I just think that from a meta perspective, I appreciate that they <clears throat> did that. Yeah, I do. I think that's cool. Um so I guess getting back before we, we went down the rabbit hole on the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I was saying that it that I, it's not that I don't like it. Um, it's that it, there are there are quite a bit of ways in which it doesn't um, it doesn't feel Star Trekky. Okay. Um, like uh, and I'm not sure how to feel about it. You know what I mean? Like, because I do enjoy the show. It's very compelling. It's very interesting. Um, but it's really dark. It's really violent. Well, in in what ways does and, it not feel Star Trek specifically? What's <laughs> like I said, the tone, dude? Like, and that's why I was like, I'm not. I was like, I bet Justin's in heaven. I bet he loves this because it it it, it it's reminiscent of the Dominion Wars and DS Nine, which is really some dark shit, particularly for Star Trek. I mean, like that whole episode with um, like the where uh. Cisco's doing the log about like all this fucked up crazy shit he did uh, in the pale moonlight. Garrick. It's such a good episode. Yeah, and then he erases it, and you're like, "Oh, whoa, dude, that's some dark shit." Um, but like the reason that I that that worked or that I was it was different because you you had before the darkness, right? So seeing that um, was there was more visceral reaction for me to it because it wasn't like the Federation left. It was like seeing that slow slide of like, do you have to compromise your ideals because you think it's the right thing to do at, you know, the ends justify the means and, and, and that's the question, right? So it's still very Star Trek in that way. Um, but I don't th- like at this point, uh, particularly in the mirror universe, um, it's, it's a really, it's fucking cool. It's really interesting to watch. And, but it just doesn't feel very Star Trek-y. Like the one episode, the one or the couple of episodes that were really Star Trek-y are like slowly, fa- like I guess fading from memory. Like, but even from from episode one, really, and, and like the second episode, I had a friend who texted me and was like, "I just started watching," um, and she was like, "Damn, it's violent." I was like, "I know, right?" Like, 
because I and you being like I'm like everybody get up and I, like I can't believe they said fuck it like really like they're showing people's like spines inside out like I mean it's it's really dark and violent Star Trek that we've kind of never seen before. Um, I, I don't want to say never. Seen, I, I don't want to say never seen before. Not never, but, but it's not. Yeah, it's not really not Star, Star Trek. Star Trek is a utopian sort of a thing, right? That's really the the deal. And like, I remember when we were talking, we we're speculating, and you were saying it would be cool if it was like Battlestar Galactic, and I feel like it kind of is. Like it's. It I don't think I don't like think it, the, it it does not approach Battlestar Galactica level of darkness. Not at all. Really, it is. You know what it's I missing? I disagree, dude. You, you, like, here's, here's what Battle... No, here's the difference. Battlestar Galactica... I, mean, I admit I only got to season four of the new Battlestar Galactica, but still. <laughs> all right. But still, it doesn't matter how much of Battlestar you watch. The difference between this and Battlestar is Battlestar was hopeless. That's what made it dark. It wasn't how violent it was. It was the hopelessness of it. It was just like you got the sense on Battlestar that these guys were... that these, The people on that ship were just doomed. You're just, they're trying to live a few more days. It always felt like they're just trying, you it's never hour got this. hour to hour, day to day. Like yeah, is, that, is, that, that, that there was no sense. Like the fact that they made it through four seasons and eventually found somewhere to go seemed almost not to work with the show because it was so, so dark and dank. This is not dark and dank. It's maybe dark, but it's not dank. It's not gray and drab yeah, and hopeless I, I this suppose is it's not hopeless you're right this is a this is first of all props again to mary wiseman um for what she's doing with tilly is amazing oh um, i love it's it it's so funny it. it's so funny and it's so fun she's um, adorable uh but like that's that little bit of levity i i this seems very much like star trek to me the fact that they go there and they try to make peace um, and that that through words they're able to trick their way into making peace. Um, totally Star Trek. Uh, the fact that the Emperor shows up and destroys the planet anyway. Not Star Trek. Um, That's what I'm saying. The fact that she beams him into space. Not Star Trek. The fact that mm -hmm. the fact that she didn't really beam him into space. It was a trick, and he's okay. Totally Star Trek. Uh, yes. Yes. That was. But if, as a matter, but here, I would here's say, the thing too, right? Like that doesn't like he needed to do that. She needed to do that to get them the information. Bullshit. She just went down to a planet. She couldn't have stashed it there for them to grab. Sure, I get, I get that. You know but what I, I mean? But here's like, the thing. it was, it was clearly this plot. Like I just saw clearly through to it being a plot device for him to still be alive, and I'm glad for it because it's because it. I mean, because she didn't the cross the line again. The fact that she didn't but... cross the line is is very Star Trek, you know. But I mean, look, if you pro plot contrivances, that's very Star Trek. You know, <laughs> it's like let's be let's be clear. Like this is the least contrived Star Trek of any Star Trek. You know, like, is it like so. I'm, I don't know about that. Oh come on, are you are you kidding? That. Hey, they just happened. They just happened to rake this entire city, this entire civilization, resemble 1930s Chicago. You're right. <laughs> it's not contrived. Not not contrived at all. Hey, Dude, what? They hey. have way more budget. Don't do that. Don't fucking. That's not budget. It costs nothing to write. <laughs> it costs nothing to write. No, this is way way less. And here's the thing. Here's here's. I get what you're saying. Like I don't I don't want to I don't want to belabor the point and, and act like I totally don't understand what you mean that that if you were to put this next to you know 
any other Star Trek. Most really. of the Star Trek, the next, next generation and original series and Voyager and Enterprise. Yes, it is. It, and, a, and a good chunk of DS9 even. It is darker in in what's going on in it. Yes, it has a a just a, a a dangerous edge. It is not the peaceful Star Trek that you could go to. And that's what makes Star Trek so appealing, especially Star Trek reruns. So, so appealing. You can go to them and they're safe. You can go to them and, ah, I can clean I mean, the house to this. I don't know that this. they're I, safe. I mean, they, they make you question things, but it's but it's from a place of having figured the shit out. And, well, and, and questioning somebody else's shit instead of your own shit, I guess. But and they can't even make us question things anymore other, other than if we are reconsidering the episode over and over again. But we know what's going to happen. It's relatively safe. This doesn't oh, feel safe. So. This this feels this feels dangerous. I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Like that it's sort of this ongoing debate I'm having with myself, right? Because it's there's there are ways in which I think at its core, right, in, in what it's trying to do, uh, for what's going on in our actual world right now, uh that there's a Star Trekness to that, right? Because they're trying to, it's like before reaching a place of that utopia that we see, that we're used to, that we're striving for theoretically, right? I mean, to say, I mean, I don't think anybody here on planet, I mean, I could be wrong. There probably are people, but I'm saying, but I'd say the majority of us like would, would be, we're striving toward like, World peace, love amongst all people, like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody's like, that doesn't sound good. That sounds like an awful place. Um, but we don't have it. And, and, and I think in some ways we're, we're further from it uh, than we have been sometimes. Or, or maybe it's just because we thought we'd come further than we had. I don't know. But I feel like that's why we're getting this Star Trek right now. It's like to, uh, to hold a mirror up to what's happening right now for us and be controversial and be dark and show uh the difficulties uh because but i think that the reason it doesn't but by that same token it feels kind of unstar trekky because we were going through a lot of social change and um tumultuous times when the original series was on and their way of of dealing with it was to to show it wasn't a thing so you know what I mean? Like it's ah, I'm so. Well, I, I mean, know. and I think that look, I here's here's why I adore what they're doing. Um, I feel like this is the best mirror story that they've ever done on Star Trek. Um, better than the original, better than the book, which I I up to this point I would have said the book Dark Mirror was my favorite iteration of the Mirror Universe because, frankly, because it's longer. Frankly, because it, you know, because it's a book, you really get to get into it. Whereas, you know, the the original and the DS9 episodes, um, you really didn't have much time to. I to mean, get by the time you and by the time you're getting to DS9, I feel like they went so often in DS9 that it almost didn't seem as dangerous anymore. No, it was, I mean, quite, like it, they made fun of it a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, what this does as a as an aspect, you know, we're already two episodes in. They're going to be another episode in it. Um, this one is making you exist there. You have to stay there. 
you're not getting out. You don't know when you're getting out. Yeah. You have to continue to exist there. In 35 minutes, you're not back home. Um, more than more than I think the Cleon War, uh, because I think the Cleon War is is you know it's frankly we've already had a war with the Cleons. Um, I think this is what the mirror universe needed. I think this is like this really feels like okay we've got a show that can do this multi episode arc. What can we explore that we couldn't explore before in a real way? And I think this is like okay. Well, what if we this go to the one Mir- of those things? Yeah. What if we go to the Mirror have a Universe on Enterprise? Yeah. Which, but but because they didn't. But w- remember my my beef with that was that it was this encapsulated thing. It was like, it had no connection to our world until now. <laughs> frankly, what um, do you mean? Well, okay. They're after the USS Defiant. The the logs from the USS Defiant that happened in the past. That's from Enterprise. That's what they're talking about is the Enterprise episode. If you remember, the the Enterprise episode was a two-part episode where we're on the ship and what the ship encounters, the Enterprise, they encounter a ship from the other side in the future, a Constitution-class ship from, from the future, but from the other side, which is the USS Defiant. And so you'll remember not only in that episode of the In the Mirror Universe, but they end up on a perfect recreation of the original enterprise like bridge. Um, and that is a ship from the future on the other side from enterprise. Um, so they are actually following up on the enterprise plot in these episodes that we're watching. Wait, what? Hold on. (laughs) I think you just confused me. (laughs) All right. So I'll do it again because I don't wait. They were, they, they didn't go to the mirror universe. No, no, you're right. The, in That's the enter- what I'm saying. In the Enterprise <laughs> episode, you're in the Mirror Universe. And Mirror Enterprise, you know, Archer's Enterprise, encounters a Constitution-class right. ship from right. the Prime Universe, where the crew is already dead. They encounter this ship. Okay. So, a ship from Kirk's time... Both crossed into the mirror universe and went back in time, and that's the ship that is encountered by Enterprise. I believe so. Now I haven't looked this up. I haven't verified this. Hold on one second. I'm going to put USS. Look it up here. Because I knew I knew I I was clear that the Defiant um, name drop is a link to, and I know that I was I know that they went back and forth to the mirror universe so many times and. DS9 and the the ship they had in DS9 was the Defiant. So All right, so this is I thought that might have been the link, but All right, so um in the Mirror Universe Commander Archer uh, mutinies against Captain Force in order to capture a future sh- Earth ship found in Tholian space. Um and the ship is the USS Defiant. Uh that's fr- so this is this is that. Now here's the amazing thing about these two episodes is that these uh, at the end of these episodes, if you'll remember, Hoshi, a beautiful Asian actress, mm-hmm. basically takes over and looks like she's primed to like be... Rise all the way up. To rise all the way up. Uh, uh, she identifies herself to a perplexed gardener as Empress Sato and advises him to await her commands. 
is Captain Giorgio a descendant? The, a descendant? If she, if you find out that she is Emperor, that would make me very happy. Actually, Emperor Sato. That would I mean, be cool. That's that's the that's the idea. What like like is she like the descendant of like Giorgio is not an Asian name. Asian name. It's a it's a um, French name. So yeah. is that a married name or was that like her father's? Uh, what is why is her name Giorgio? Um, if she it, is actually related. If she it's it's absolutely would make sense. The last empress you saw was an Asian actress from Enterprise. If this one is is she's Emperor Sato and she's the the daughter of Hoshi, I am so down that they picked I up an so Enterprise. Definitely, but I'm saying like like I said that prior to this that was probably the most time and the most interesting uh, look we ever had at the Mirror Universe. But it but it was untethered. It wasn't like any other episode in that they went there and got back. Like, so we just was like, all of a sudden we're just going to move our scope and go to this universe because we can. Um, it was just, it was very bizarre to do. And I think, but as, but because of it, like you got to have this cool mirror episode and not have the problems. Right. Cause like the problem with this one is, okay, when they get back, why, when the enterprise winds up there or I specifically when Kirk and Spock wind up there, do they have no idea where they are and it's a new thing? Yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, and that's why and I'm clear that in enterprise, that's why they were like, fuck, we really want it. We have this cool idea. We can do a, a multiple episode arc. Um, and we could do a two parter in the mirror universe. It'll be so cool. But if we do that, then it doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't fit in Canon. It doesn't work. Well, what if we don't have them go there? We just like, be in the mirror you know universe like hey that works like it just it was weird and it didn't make sense and it was it, it was cool i you almost felt like a reason to watch the opening because they changed the opening yeah i know i kind of wish they had done that here too that would have been that would have been badass but still this is this is what I, I mean i wish they'd done it in the second episode because like you have to find out that's where like it's more yeah. fun to find out where they are first so don't give it away um but yeah once you know that's where they are well that like cool for thing. instance right now if you're watching agents of shield there's something interesting and different Ugh. going on this season with Agents of Shield. I'm so bummed. Um, I really want to be watching it. And if you watch the closing credits of Agents of Shield, the music of the closing credits is totally different and reflects what they're doing. Um, it's wild. Anyway, That's the awesome. the I guess this is the promise of Discovery for me was we are doing modern television storytelling now where things yep. can take five six episodes let's just do it let's just like like we're not going to we're going to assume if you're watching that you've seen last week because unlike yeah. tv before you can go watch last week you can watch yeah. it from the beginning it's a, like like it's if you there. miss the there's episode no reason yeah <laughs> like, like there's no reason to just like skip ahead <laughs> yeah um this is exactly what i wanted this to do now the darkness did i want it to be as dark maybe not i like darkness um a little bit. Let me be clear about that. I know I love you Battlestar. You seem to like it a lot, dude. I'm no, saying. here's the thing. I like dark <laughs> turns in bright stories. Um, so where I really did like Battlestar Galactica, I thought it was great. I love its upbeat ending. And and while I, while I love Buffy and I like the dark turns that happen in Buffy, I like the effect that has on the light and that the character's recovery back into the light. Um, shows that exist completely like there are reasons that I 
I couldn't watch Bones, for instance, because Bones was just, it was too brutal all the time. I was just like, uh, I couldn't watch CSI. I could not watch a show that started every episode with, and here's how a nice person got murdered horribly. Like, I just, I can't get It is hard, I gotta say, like, when you watch, like, particularly if you're binge watching something like that, um, it's, it's tough for me. Like, I've heard, I've heard Black Mirror is a great show to watch. And people recommend it for me, but I- I have heard that that it's just like not just dark, but it's it's upsetting and disturbing. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if I want to do that. Like, yeah, I'm, like, not, I'm not sure if I want to be upset and disturbed right now. And I would say this. <laughs> if this show stays like this for more than a couple seasons, I'm going to I'm going to burn out. Um, you know, I think it was a mistake, for instance, to start with the Klingon war. I think that was probably a mistake. Um, I would have loved if the show was like a little brighter, a little sunnier, and then went to this dark place where we are now and stayed here for half a season. And then they got back back to where they were. And they, but the idea that I think I would feel more like it was Star Trek. Then that's what that's, that's the sort of the debate I'm having. The fact is, is right now, if they get out of the mirror universe, it's not like they're going somewhere that great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like they get back and it's still pretty fucked up over there. Now, meta knowledge, people are going that the next season is going to be brighter. And good. I'm glad. And I do want you. Know, I don't want this to be Battlestar, but I do love I do love the long form storytelling and what you're able to do. With I do, it. too. I do like the nuance you get to have. I do like the the, the character progression. Um, I don't I was. I, I'm sure you loved it, but I was very upset at them killing the doctor guy. Uh, uh, you know, it's interesting if I loved it. I'm trying to think about whether or not I loved it. Um. I certainly don't mind when they kill main characters. I do feel like well, it like, was quick. It was a very Joss kind of a death, man. I know like, the it, death itself. The the death itself, I liked the way it was done. I liked. I think that, and and I, if you're gonna do that, I think one you've already killed the the you've already killed um the lady who was eaten by the the thing earlier in the in the series, um. I think that it's got to be a more, a safer, more main character like Tilly or like, you know, I'm trying to think who I'm looking at the cast list who, you know, Stamets is close to death already. I think the problem I'm having is you've killed Giorgio, you've killed someone else, you've killed, I think that the only reason to kill someone this early in the show is um, because of what a great thing it was that they killed Tasha. Um and they oh they killed her because the actress quit. But what it really had the effect of doing is that even though they never killed another character for the rest of the next gen, you, you always sure felt that they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, you always felt like maybe they could. Um, I feel like you don't need that yet. Um, and in that case, there's no point in killing. The, like I liked this guy, but I didn't care about him a lot yet. So it didn't really hurt me when he died. Um, it felt a little gratuitous. It um, did. That's what it, like it. It felt like. It felt kind of like a fuck you t- for me, like what, it, it, and you know me, like it, so it upset me because I like I did like that character. I liked him too, and I liked that but relationship. It didn't, but it didn't, yeah. It, it felt like, yeah, gratuitous. It's a good word. Like like you didn't like it wasn't well motivated enough, um, and impactful enough, and and like it just. All right, so spoiler spoilers for spoilers for the um second season of Buffy. <laughs> um, 
The first major death on Buffy the Vampire Slayer is ready. You've been spoiled. You skip ahead a couple minutes. Um, Hold okay. on, All Buffy. Right. Was how long ago? Like, get over it. If you yeah, but no, but there like... are pe- but there are people who are discovering the show, and so I want to I want to be fair. All right, all right, All right. Fair enough. The first fair major enough, death show, on, so on Buffy the Vampire it. Slayer is a character named Jenny Calendar. Um, you've gotten to know her. She's interesting. You enjoyed what's happening to her. You 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 like the evolution of her character, her relationship with Giles, her relationship with, with Willow. You know, you're into that character. And then Angelus suddenly and brutally kills her. The problem, what they did so well, the reason that that death works, and she's about as important as, as Dr. Culber because she's not a main character and you don't care about her at all outside of her relationship to the main characters. And right. he's the same way. I don't care about him except that he's with Stamets. Agreed. Like yeah. that's that's why you care yeah. about him. Yeah, he that's why we care about him. He doesn't have his own story except that he's a doctor and he loves Stamets. He's got nothing else going for him. And that's the same as Jenny Calendar. The difference was, is when you killed Jenny Calendar, one, you'd Buffy dealing with the fact that it was Angel who did it. And two, that well, same. Well, and then this, I'm sure you can you can make the same argument. You that have same dealing yeah, you, with the fact that someone on their crew that they trust. Yeah, but it just doesn't. It. But it's not the same. It's not the same and, because you haven't built up the trust enough. Like exactly. It's not, and and it here's the other here's the other main yeah. part that's missing. Uh, you had at the end of that episode. What made that such a brilliant episode is that at the end of the episode, her, she's laid out dead on a bed of roses as Giles comes home and finds her. And what they did, the mistake they did here is they killed Dr. Culber and Stamets lacks the ability to really react. Yeah. And nobody else is really broken up about it. So you know that Stamets is going to be hurt. Maybe when he wakes up, maybe you'll have to deal with it. And I've always been a fan of consequence. Yeah. The problem is, is that this death. There seems to be very little consequence. there's There's no emotional other than going, holy shit. And oh man, I liked him. You don't see what the death of a member of a family, and these are all found family. Star Trek is always about found family. You don't see the ripple effect of that. And maybe you will. Maybe you will. But the, for the but episode, by delaying it for the episode itself, it, yeah. it just feels like if Stamets a big had been awake, thing. if they had been able to wake him, you know, if like if I were writing the episode. You wake Stamets all the way up, right? You like, let's say that um, you put it in the situation where uh, where Tilly is able to wake up Stamets, and and Doctor Culber is so happy he's back. I can't believe you're back. Oh, thank God! I was so scared for you, so scared for you, so scared for you, and 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 they're like, no, I'll never leave you again. That happens, and then you kill Doctor Culber, and then Stamets finds him. I'd be so much more upset. And then sure. and then and the, and I think too like. Um, because like it it had an added effect and and then i feel clear like this is probably just me because this is how i feel about stuff like if anything um ever happened to like just send me along after him um like that's just how i feel and like so later in the episode when they're trying to like save stamets i'm like just let him go man let him let him just be with his his love like don't do that don't save him and wake him up just to be like, so, yeah. Yeah. Love your life. Dead. Gone. Sorry yeah. about that. Well, like, and that's and that's the thing. If you look so then did, I'm not even, I don't, so that I'm really not invested in Stamets surviving, really, is what I'm saying, right? So from a, from a watching perspective, I want to be that. Other than he's awesome to watch. For me, that's the happy watch. ending, right? 
<laughs> other than he's awesome to watch and you know uh, sure watch- but i'm saying from like if, if i'm invested in these characters and i care about them like for watching me- him grieve watching him grieve might be interesting watching him recover might be interesting watching him form a relationship with with tilly as a best friend you know, who helps him recover watching him fall in love again for the first time you know and dealing with the guilt that can be surrounded that there are lots of interesting stories they can tell but that's the thing that that either they i mean like for instance yar's death did not have him have have long-standing impact. She didn't have relationships with anyone. But what they did there is they showed you the finality of death with her. Her the attempts to resuscitate her is one of the hardest things to watch. Like watching as the little cortical stimulators work less and less. Her little tiny jerks at the end when it's not working is so effective in making you go, "Oh, these guys aren't superheroes. These guys are vulnerable." Yeah. Um, that was done really well. And occasionally, you know, you always love when they mention her later on in the show. When someone I says, always did. And I, and I didn't. And the thing is, um, they have quite an outpouring when it happens of caring about her. Um, and frankly, it was so rare. You're at a different time. Yeah. The difference is you've already killed a bunch of people. Like, you killed a bunch of people like. and you're used to killing people on shows. And the problem yeah. is that like, again, you know, like. Like I'm not, I won't name other people who die on Buffy, but the other people do die on Buffy. And when they die, um, and there's an episode where a character dies at the beginning of the episode and I won't say who, and I won't say specifically, but you know, the episode I'm talking about, right? Um, where somebody walks in and finds a character dead. Um, that entire episode is about all the other characters dealing with the fact that this one character is dead. Whether it's dealing with the funeral, dealing with how they interact with each other, someone not understanding how death is supposed to work and the most heartbreaking thing that I've ever heard on any TV show ever. Um, uh, Like it's all about the because that's what death is. Death is has no effect on you when you die. Right. Other than you're not here anymore. And that's a shame. But it doesn't like once you're dead, it no longer affects you. The most effective deaths on TV are the ones where you know, you watch it affect the people and you, you didn't get a chance for that in this episode. Maybe you will, but now it's sort of a delayed thing. Yeah. Um, You know, if like, if he had had a, ser- a significant relationship with another character, maybe I would have felt differently. Um, But I felt like it was a little bit for shock value. It was a little bit, yeah, to, it, it was it, a little it, bit to take, much. it was, it was not, well, it wasn't just shock value. It was also to take Vogue past the point of no return. Like, like it was to take him to the point where he can't ever go back now because of what he's done. Um, you know, I think that like, like, or on DS nine spoilers for DS nine, um, for the end of the end of the first arc of the sixth season, when Zial dies, the effect that has on Dukat is the best thing about that. It's not that it's so shocking that she dies, although it is. It's that watching Dukat hold her and sob and then deal with that for the rest of the show. Yeah. You know, like the and, he's best, a, and he's such a compelling character, too. The best thing about that death is he was literally Hitler two minutes before that. And yeah. now your heart is with him as he sobs over his daughter. Yeah. That's what a good TV death needs to do. And... I applaud the 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 way the actual scene was done. It was shocking. It was it was harsh. It was just I think that it was it, awful, you know. <laughs> uh, but as death should be. 
Right. But it did yeah. not. I, I mean, awful in, in a in a like not. And it was a character that I liked, so I cared in yeah. that regard. But it did not have, you know, it should it should seem like the effect on the sh- on the show of a character dying should be like taking a giant rock and throwing it into a pond. Like eventually, everything stabilizes out again, and the show can go back to how it was. But for a little while, it's you've got to deal up. with the waves. But that's the thing, like, and and I think that's the thing you lose when you do that in a play when there when there's so much fucked up to going on that you're, it's lost in the in the the sea of fuck up to. And I don't know if maybe that's the point. Like I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, obviously we'll keep watching, we'll see how it develops. But I mean, there's something to be said for that, right? Like, is there a is there a max load? Is there a point at which you just stop connecting and become apathetic? Because it's there's too much horror and and you know at some point human you know I guess the way I don't know I think I think you just shut down I don't know I think that you can have lots of that I think that you just it always needs to hit the characters consequence is not just bad things happen and then bad 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 consequence is when something happens. It affects the people around the way it would ap- actually affect the people around. Why would you choose to kill this character when the only character who's going to care about it? Well, not the old. That's not true. I mean, I didn't feel like Tilly didn't care. Or, or but, but the only character who's going to really care about it is, is not able to process it. You never even have a scene where people find him, really, do you? No. Like, you don't really get a sense that... Of, no, of, it's 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 definitely yeah. It's weird. It's like there's no do, grief. It, there's, yeah, they do this big, huge shock value kill, and then and they totally minimize it. I felt, and, th- and this was my problem because I liked the character. It felt minimal because there was no horror at somebody finding him. Like, is it like at least like the time that like first of all when Giorgio dies, it's horrible, right? Like it it it's so. But look at the effect the- that's had on on. Michael, this whole time, like it's yeah, it's, like we've gotten to know, like with just the small amount of time we got to know her, it was it really fucking sucked, like a lot. It was very impactful, not just for her but for us. And and like I, I mean, I remember when it started. I'm like, I really, I I wanted her to be captain. This, you know, you know, a lot of anger, like the stuff that you would feel, like you kind of have some stages of some pseudo stages of grief going on, right? Um, but I felt like the. The way this was, and and the and the time that like the chick that was the, you know, or whatever died, like you had people around her, like just in the room when she's dying or whatever that 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 seemed to care more than Lorca, and he seemed to be the closest to her, and there was the fuck up that was that right, so it was like that was what made it interesting to me was his seeming to not give a fuck, and that being like what are you kidding me right now, dude, like. Why? Why is everybody else more affected than you are? Like some fucked up with that dude, and then and then you and then you do this, and he matters, and yeah, you don't have anybody come in on and fight. Like like if there if there had been a moment like when Tilly came in to check on. Oh Stamets my gosh, her reaction would have been would have been oh that would have killed me, man. That would have been so off, and it would have been and it and and there yeah. was there's one shot in particular because she had just argued do, with him. There is this one shot in particular that they do have, um, but it was more impactful to me, weirdly enough, in the context of the like next week on 
you know, Star Trek Discovery than it was in the actual episode itself was Stamets just like holding him. Yeah. Like being semi aware somehow. But his separation, his the, the semi aware yeah, of it. But his, yeah, but the set like that's what I mean. Like that's and that's why I say it affected me more in the in the next time on Star Trek Discovery because what they do is they'd have like music playing or whatever so there's no dialogue or what have you it's just you can have this emotional like swell in the music right there which they had and 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 visually you're seeing Stamets holding his the body of his love and it, But you, it's here's just, the thing I have not gotten to know out of it Stamets. I haven't gotten to know Stamets as he is right now. It's not like, you know, when you get to know Illyria on on Angel. It's not like when you get to like when a character fundamentally changes and you get to know them. It's not like you've seen him experience joy or you've seen him experience something else. This is literally the only thing you've seen him experience and he still seems relatively out of it. He seems like, oh, I'm in a pose for this shot. It just doesn't like I, I am not. Again, so you, but once once you take away the music, what I'm saying, like once you yeah. add the dialogue and it's a, and it's an actual scene in the episode, it doesn't. It has, it, it feels like it has less impact somehow because he's, I think he's just sort of mumbling. Um, now here's the thing: we spent a lot trees. of time on this particular thing. I still want to say these two episodes are some of the best Star Trek I've ever seen. I still want to say that they are. You know, they, we have, I mean, it is. It's really. It's really good storytelling. It really is. We it's, have. We have. We haven't even talked about acting. the about the 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 mirror like council that they met down on the uh, on the planet or or Sarek you know re- Sarek you know reading her thoughts and seeing that there's a world where there is hope just like kind of the the way that the actor played that moment to kind of be like whoa there's a world where things could be this different yeah um, and it's I, cool because he's having that moment and so is she yeah um, that's what's the, really cool about that moment is like she's having a moment of seeing the Klingons being able to. Be. Mirror Vogue, I really like. Um, uh, seeing an Andorian, yeah. the, the new design for the Tellarites is great. Um, Which was the Tellarite? The pig, the pig face. Oh, I didn't notice. I think. Yeah, I was, that's, I was it's, really, they, they were I so like stupid Andorian, before, so. and now they look they look they look almost like Nausicans now. Which I kind of dig. Like if you're gonna like th- that worked. You know, see, uh, I did and- like the Andorian. The Andorian f- I felt like was see that's much better. Like that's it's not yeah the, such a departure from what we know. The Andorian's that- cool. The the just like a- across the board. You know, we we talked about of course the stuff that we that we are it's there for us to talk about in general. The show is just on all cylinders. Fucking, I I defy you outside of the original series that that you know seemed to find its mark pretty fast um uh most you know the original series took a took a downturn in the third season um and it and really nailed its first two seasons really well the all the other series struggled for two seasons and found what they're doing third season this show is literally like nine episodes in yeah like it's definitely just like it's pretty clear like they've got like clear ideas they've got great actors to be sure good stories um, good good like, stories it, like good good production value like i'm so th- i walked away last night i said I, I i said to i said to mrs j i said i can't i can't believe i'm getting this i, can't, I never <laughs> thought like i'd have kid. this again and and enterprise was only kind of okay it wasn't great i think it was the worst you it. think it was the second worst and then yeah. voyager <laughs> you think was the worst and i think was the second worst we're right. getting it's been since Deep Space Nine that we've been getting really good Star Trek. 
And Deep Space Nine, we didn't even talk about it last week. Premiere episode of Deep Space Nine was 25 years ago. Oh, wow. This week or last week. Really? Was the 25th anniversary of the first episode of Deep Space Nine. Damn. So like, yeah, like it's been a long time getting from there to here. Is what I that is true. Yeah, absolutely. You're not wrong. It's been and, a long and, and time. I gotta say, by being in the like being in the mirror universe, um, I I've always loved the mirror universe. Yeah. Like so, them being there does not and having time it, to explore it. Yeah. Other than the, it, really fucks with continuity. Um, I I'm I I care a little bit less just because I love the mirror universe so much. Yeah. Um, and. And more importantly, like like Lorca, you get to see him. I mean, frankly, step up and put his, you know, his his mouth where his money is, or oh, and he, and he's broken. Is. The the performance like, Jason Isaacs given as he's a, doing such a great job. Like I mean, and, and the, like he knows he's got to be, he's got to go through this in order to say like, and that's and I feel like it's the first time, um, because he's kind of a dick. I mean, seriously, you know? who on this show is not doing a great job? I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's Ash nobody Tyler that's is like, great. Uh, whether whether Ash there's Tyler no is subpar is, acting going on at all. Yeah, like, this is just you know they're uh, all they're all phenomenal, and I think and that and that matters. You know what I mean? A lot. And as a result, you it, it everything matters more. Um, so for the first time we get to see, and I think and I think there's something really cool about the first time we get to see Lorca being kind of not a dick. Is in the mirror universe, like showing us why he's a captain and why um, ultimately he does care, you know, even though he doesn't seem like it sometimes he does care. Right. And this proves it like he's literally being tortured almost nonstop the whole time they're there. And, and he signed up for it. He's like, this is what we have to do. And that's just the sacrifice I have to make. I- and. So for the first time, yeah. I feel like I like this captain um, in a way that I haven't. And it's sort of cool that that's happening in the mirror universe There's something interesting about that idea. And then, you know, with the end of this, this second episode in the in the mirror universe arc, you know, getting to see Giorgio again. And you know how much I loved her. Um, and we're not even talking. Looks- By the way, we haven't even mentioned how well Sonaka Martin Green is doing um, with the character of Michael Burnham. Oh just, God! Just like, just I know it's it's, it's like it's like that with. syndrome. Like when you're doing so well, like it's it's like you don't give an actor notes when they're d- doing everything well. Yeah. There's nothing to say. Uh, <laughs> you're fucking perfect. There's nothing I have. And, no the, and then Saru <laughs> and there was a moment I loved. There was a moment that really got me when you know Saru is a slave, yep. and she doesn't yeah. tell Saru <laughs> that she doesn't tell Saru that he's that, there. That that he's there. And my wife turns to me at that moment and says. Why doesn't she? Why is she lying to? Why doesn't she tell him? Then the show flips the script, yep. and asks and, and Saru why, why he doesn't tell Michael. her that Burnham's that 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 Doctor Culber's dead, and he yep. goes, he goes, I can't tell her. There's too much to deal with right now. And, She's and, got enough on her plate, and, and we and we just and we just looked at each other like, oh my gosh. They just answered the question yep, in reverse. I had the exact same response. I was like, and, we're like, and the, I didn't say it. I just thought it, though. I was like, the le- why would she lie to him? The, the like, complexity on, of man. the writing there. That's amazing. Yes. Is, is the, it makes you ask the question, then it answers the question by answering a totally different question that absolutely that answers the question for you. It yes. Is, 
It's fucking. That's a br- that was a brilliant piece of writing right there. How let, no let's be let's be honest. Two, no when, before the show came out, you were not hot on what you were seeing. I was more optimistic after the first episode because of the Klingons. You weren't hot. Can we just say, let's both admit this show could have gone. The, the storytelling so has never been my problem with this show. Like all the things that I and ultimately often, that's what matters. Ultimately that's what matters. Like it's old, like yeah. Like, I mean, like I said, I'll I will I'll probably figure out all the other shit that bothers me. Like I'll get past it if like if the storytelling is good enough, and that's, that's it's pre- a great time to be a Star Trek fan. Like this, you know what this, I mean? This flew in so under the radar to most people, and it's probably still flying under the radar for the most part. Um, think so? Um, it's it's not a next gen, you know. Like I think people are vaguely aware that it's there, but it's not on a network. People have to, people have to go get it. It's not there to be watched somewhere. People, no, you, I mean, do you really think that people are signing up for CBS All Access for anything else? <laughs> like, no. Um, so it's the system and, seller, and with the trailers, <laughs> and and with and with the the fact that it was on this, and with you know the dislike for the Klingons, and with the way that you didn't like the trailers at first, and all the delays that they had going into it, this could have been a. Disaster. I was very very worried, and it is it is absolutely. I don't know if I feel like so good about it mostly because i had such a but you didn't feel as negative going in and you feel pretty good about it too so i just like i can't believe we're getting this i can't believe we're getting this i can't believe that we are getting this quality of star trek after all this time um i am beyond thrilled i'm beyond i'm i'm I am mostly happy about it like i'm afflicted and i don't know like i said i don't know how i feel in some ways but Regardless, but I, every like, Sunday you get new Star Trek, and it's I would good. be watching this show. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I can't. I'm not sure how I feel about it in terms of Star Trek. I haven't. I'm still sort of back and forth and 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 deciding, and I probably will be for a while. Um, but I know that whatever else, I would be watching this show. I, this yeah. is, it's a good show, and regardless. you get Star Trek. I mean, the thing, whether or not it's Star Trekky enough, you're getting Star Trek, and it's good. And you know what? Like we've waited a long time. <laughs> waited a long time. We spent yeah, a long and it, time. And it was a rocky fucking road to get here, man. Like, let's be clear, it was not smooth sailing to get here either. Yeah. And um, and, and I cannot imagine what it must have been like for you, particularly like you, like the the actress playing Michael and and um and Tilly and you know people who are really front and center, um, and and knowing what you're doing and 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 feeling pretty good about it. But hearing all the stuff on the internet and and this and and not yeah, just I don't even know what that must have done to them. Like so, I hope now that people are seeing it and and they get to to see the the good work they're doing that um, that they're getting a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of 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 basking in that because they deserve it. Yeah, well, it's a uh, um, good time to be a Star Trek fan. Uh, good time to be a Trek off listener, guys. There's so much to talk about. Um, uh, so I can't, I don't even know what we're talking about next week. We don't have next. I don't know if we're gonna talk more about this next week. I, we might mention there, I it. Feel, how can we not? Because she just showed up, man. Like, and, I, yeah, and, and that's to, it. I'm I, so excited that she showed up. I'm like, I know Michael's gonna have like conflictions about because she's she and looks if they like if her. they connect the it to Sato, the fact that she's not acting like her doesn't matter, man. That's still her. You know, that's gonna be some twisted, fucked up shit. Especially with the nuanced writing they're doing on this show. Um, and the and the wonderful performances, I'm really looking forward to their interactions. I'm I'm super jazzed about that. Well, like, I'm I'm, I'm 
like again i'm i'm hoping for that reach back to enterprise that's my that's, that's i mean it seems clear that that's what they're doing um, but I, yeah but i i want to hear him say it i don't want to <laughs> i want to hear it i want to hear the word sato i really do because it's it's you know finally that, see, yeah that would be one of those things uh, uh, that i would not have a pro like there are there are ways in which they have tried to link to canon uh like with Sarek and stuff like that where i'm like you can't do it just because it would be cool to like it's just it's really fucking with the, the the canon and it doesn't work and and i and i don't need it enough i don't need my my fan you know rocks to go off enough for you to fuck with canon to do it and this is such an easy way uh to have some sort of continuity with canon without it being some fucking craziness because it's the future from enterprise so you're not fucking up a future thing like because there's nothing about hoshi that gets fucked up in like the original yeah. series or next gen or you know what i mean there's nothing there are no links to her or whatever since just by the virtue of enterprise having been written after all that stuff um so to have this thing that's supposed to be in the intervening time it's like you have an opportunity here to link to something that's technically the past for this show and does and and won't fuck up the future of the the rest of the canon. Like, just do it. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, well, and and frankly, look, look, frankly, there's, there's there's no downside to it. Like, the people who've watched Enterprise and saw that's Hoshi part of the fun of Star Trek that we're excited. not getting. Let's be and clear, it's part of the fun of Star Trek has has always been for me. Um, the continuity. You know, when when the original series gets mentioned on Next Gen, when you know someone jumps from oh, yeah. Next Gen to Deep Space Nine, when the Doctor from Voyager shows up in First Contact, or Janeway shows up in Nemesis, when they mention the Dominion War in in Insurrection, um, uh, it's you know it's always all, that, that little bit of hey, this is all connected. Yep. Um, even in in Star Trek uh, in Star Trek Into Darkness, when they mention Section Thirty One, that's my favorite moment I, I can't decide whether the the uh the beastie boys scream in star trek beyond or, or the amendment when he 31. when when <laughs> robocop looks at him and goes section 31 and i go whoa <laughs> shit my pants <laughs> you know like like that's what i want there's i want a little bit that's the geekery that i love and yeah, i I'm just said i don't want to cream my pants a little i do i'm saying i don't want to sacrifice because because the thing is if you're doing it, it if you sacrifice the continuity to do it it doesn't work you just you fucked up my orgasm dude like don't wouldn't do, that. do that wouldn't want to do like that. and that's what's beautiful about this is you could give us our little geekgasm and not fuck with anything. Like it won't yeah. mess anything up. It will just be us going, oh, and yeah. that's it. And it'll just be good. Do it. Do it. <laughs> like do that shit. Seriously. Which, like it's a. I mean, the, is that are they making the episode them now? doesn't Can come out for four more us? days? Like, I know you deliver it digitally, man. All you got to do, you already have it shot. Just just get, add a line. Get, yeah, get a line care. off camera. Going. Yeah. Going as, going, as you leave the mirror universe. I don't I care. Know, so she's a descendant of Hoshi. <laughs> fucking do that shit if you haven't already yeah alright my name is Justin <laughs> my name's Alexia trick off trick off bitches hey you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to we have a movie there's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look check it out just search for it there you go there it is trek off one word just search for Trek off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it, if you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription, or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. 
Now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got me made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.